Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bumcast. I am your host, HBIC, the head bum in charge, with along with Baloney, Dougie Fresh, and the Southside Bum. Gents, how are we tonight? Kind of messed up the intro there a little bit. You did. But that's all right. Nobody yeah. noticed except for me. Uh, how are we doing? You messed, up that intro. Guess... you messed up that intro. I'm going to boo the shit out of you. Boo. <laughs> Uh, we're cold. I'm freezing in this basement. So I, I've talked about it before, but this is an unfinished ba- basement. Yeah. Um, I got my fucking Mister Rogers sweater on because I didn't couldn't find a hoodie down here. Um, it's cold. It's cold as hell in Chicago. How are you guys? I'm cold. Um, trying to stay as warm as I can, but uh, I didn't do shit this fucking weekend. I stayed inside and watched football. Um, I give you guys kudos and props for being out there doing all. Doing all the of God's work out there, um, going door to door, asking if they found your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So, congrats to you guys for doing all that good stuff. Every time somebody tells me, "Thank you for doing God's work," I say, "No, no, no. I am cleaning up God's work. That is what I." <laughs> That's a good point. And then you're just like doubling down and going to Hawks games and drinking and. I told you we were in a text back and forth, you know, checking up on each other during the weekend and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Yeah, I'm I'm finishing up with work and heading to the Hogs game." And I'm like, "I don't think I could even make it home. I'm gonna go pass out somewhere." <laughs> and then you're like uploading Hogs video. You're an animal. You really are an animal. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was I think I was just like, you know what? I'm like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna muscle through. And then once that whiskey starts hitting my lips, I'm gonna I'm like, I'll be all right. I'll be just fine. I, I invited all you guys over for to watch football because uh, my wife was out for the night for her sister's bachelorette party. So I was, you know, by myself. And it, it sucked because, you know, I was hoping to have a guy's night, you know, with the wife being out and everyone was gone working. And then, you know, you're going to the Hawks game. Peter's passing out because he's working. And Dougie, you were probably just running out of adrenaline, for, you know, after working and then going to the Hawks game. And then, well, we'll talk about later what you and the Hawks game. Yeah, yeah. Boo. Got a, got a little eventful. <laughs> I asked. Uh, needless to I, say, needless to say, even when I got home and started relaxing, my phone was blowing up like crazy. But we'll get into that later. I asked Johnny pre-show if he has to take the train to work, and he said yes. I'm worried about you, Juanito. He's got like the, uh, you know, he's made famous with the Andy Reid mustache. He might be like Andy Reid this weekend. Did you see that mustache from Andy Reid? Oh, hold, like hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's stop, stop, stop. Jason, you said you you invited me to the to watch the game. <laughs> That's what he's checking as well. I thought I, I thought I invited everyone over. Did I not send Ooh. it? No, I, I, I'm I'm going through everything. I'm scrolling okay. right now. I I don't I don't see my name over here. I don't see. Oh man! All right, I'm gonna bum myself for that one. I thought I, uh, I thought I, I thought I. Either way, no one was gonna everyone. fucking travel in this weather. I mean, I, no. Ain't, no, ain't no one going. I invited you over. I'm like Jason. I'm tired. I have peacock. You don't have to order it. Come over. And you're like, I just went outside. Fuck no, I'm not going anywhere. No, because I was I was grilling in the garage on Saturday. I was doing a little. I was just being a typical Chicagoan and had the garage door open. Minus ten degrees. I had s- salmon on the grill, so I was. Ooh. I was still. Oh shit! Joey P missed that text too, Jay. 
<laughs> Joey, you were at the you were at the Hawks game anyways, so you were sitting there yeah, VIP. You, you, and you could have you could have at least yeah. texted us. That's all. Boo. Everybody boo Jason. Boo. Nice healthy text. That's all. Well, Johnny, did you did you go out Saturday? Did you hit the bars up? No, I I, I stayed in. So I drank. I was drinking a lot. I mean, it was all right. In all fairness, Jason, I probably wouldn't have gone anyways because it's too fucking cold. So <laughs> I will. I'll I'll give you that. But the thought counts. It's just sending something, just saying, hey, you know, you want to come hang out? All right. Everybody's in the comments roasting me saying they missed their text. Once I'm done with dry January, I'm sending out a mass invite to, like, everyone saying, come over and see the new bar. And if you don't come, I'm bumming you then. (laughs) All right. I mean, that was You're getting a preemptive preemptive invite for to see the new bar and come hang out and drink. But if you don't come, then... I'm bumming you for that. Beef, beef's See, busy beef's already. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that was that was my text back to you. I'm like, I don't know if I could see you in this weekend state drinking straight water. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't yeah, know, I don't know if I can see dry. We want the full. We want the full HBIC treatment. Like, we don't want this. Yeah. You know, water yeah. and the night care. The night carries on. The bottles that he's grabbing <laughs> off of the shelves start getting a little bit better. You know, like everything starts getting a little bit better when Jason gets drunk. <laughs> By the way, too, I, I talked to other people about this whole dry, uh, dry. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna save it for later because oh, now, now I know I, we were talking about this pre-show about like our MVPs and what a bum. So I'll save it for later. Okay, all right. There we go. I like it. There you go. Bums on the fly. Um, yeah, I actually have some bottles of bourbon that have been sitting unopened that I gotta wait until the 27th. Because I'm not doing the full month. The watch party is my my last day of dry January. I'm ending it, you know, four days early. So uh, we'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm going strong. Two weeks, so I lost a couple pounds already. I'm in the gym. I'm getting ready for Saturday. Saturday is the three point contest. I want to make sure I'm in good physical. Po- you know, peak condition to make sure that I don't embarrass myself and gas out super quickly when we do these, when we record the, the live, we're not doing it live, but we'll record the, the, the me shooting the three. So um, as far as I know, nothing has changed as far as scheduling. It's good. We're doing it Saturday um, at an undisclosed location because we're not going to tell it because we don't want people going out there trying to, you know, peeking through the the windows or anything. <laughs> Although we might hit me up in the DMs, we might disclose the location because we said we got a couple people that volunteered. We're gonna need some people rebounding, some camera people, some ball shaggers. You know, like somebody working the scoreboard. Um, so yeah. yeah, if you're if you're free on Saturday, you want to hit a you want to watch it live. Uh, a select invites are are available. But I I I went to the I went to the gym on sa- on Sunday to get some shots in. I think I I did pretty well. Um. And I just want to make sure I'm in good. I don't want any distractions. I don't want to blame it on bourbon or hangovers or anything like that. I want to make sure that I do this three-point contest and I make at least more than the Bulls made on opening night. So <laughs> that is uh, that's that's the plan. We're gonna I'm gonna take the the idea was we're gonna take the um, the shot chart for the Bulls' first game of the season where they uh, shot 40 threes. And only made 12. So I'm going to see if I can make more than 12 out of 40. So it doesn't sound that, I mean, that's a horrendous shooting night for the Bulls. Uh, this yeah. was before Kobe White turned into Kobe White, and that's been awesome. Um, so you kind of got lucky there. 
Um, but still, twelve out of forty. I I really do think I'm I'm on I'm on your side. I think you can make it. I, I I think I can too. And the way I was the way I was going on Sunday, I feel my confidence is at an all time high. Now I'm gonna go to the gym tomorrow, and I'm gonna see hopefully that it I still have a high confidence. So time out. Now you've been practicing at one gym with one yes. ball. Yes. Have you thought about maybe some tight rims at the place we're going to, or different backboard, or like different ball setup? Is that worry you at all? It, it does worry me. It does worry me. It's um. Going from home court advantage to on the road and yeah. hostile environment because there's going to be people probably rooting against me. We're going to be booing no. you like Jerry Krause too. Yeah, so there are going to be some laughs when you know if I miss a shot or something, or if I accidentally airball something. I know that, and I also have a feeling that you know I, I might get a little I might get a little stage fright. You know, there's going to be too many eyes and the pressure. Stage I might fright. I might this get is, a little you're not recording a porn here. You gotta shoot some three. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, it, it's it's like it's like overthinking, you know, because like when you got people around, you start. I, sometimes I start getting in my own head. So I'm gonna try not to. I'm just gonna try to fo- you know like block it all out and just do what I know I can do. Tunnel vision. Tunnel yeah. vision. Exactly. Exactly. I was um, like half. T- I was half tempted to just like blow up the address to everybody and hire one of those clowns that makes balloons just so they can do those old school balloons that they used to do behind the basket when they're shooting free throws and just have everybody <laughs> wave them at the same time. <laughs> just big dick balloons. That's you pretty good. <laughs> I won't okay. do that to you though. All right. So, so uh, I, I already said I think you could do it. Let's go around the room. Johnny, Dougie, what do you guys think? Does he make thirteen out of forty? 40 is a shit ton of threes, too. It is. I say he does. I mean, I I know Jason's been really, really been practicing on this. Um, he's definitely been – that's one thing. He's definitely been texting us in the group chat. He's, he's been showing us, like, the um, – you know, he's been going to the, you know, to the gym and, and practicing. So, I say he does it. Now, now the thing is, though, is that is it – are we timing him at all, or is he just shooting – I think I think there should be I think there should be some kind. I think it has to be within an hour, like an hour. Hour. I I know. I know. Well, within forty-five minutes, right? Let's take let's take like game game speed, right? Basketball games forty-eight minutes. So within forty-five minutes, I got to take all those shots. I don't want to be like doing three-point. Yeah, it's not a three-point contest. I understand that, but at some point, wouldn't you want to get into a rhythm? Exactly. Exactly. I don't want to. I don't want to shot. I don't want to shoot. Yeah, no, I don't want to shoot and then just be like, yeah. it's a, a shot within every like twenty seconds, you know. Yeah, you, you got to think. I'm gonna <laughs> like I might take. We might get want... some concession stands going on as well. <laughs> also, we're you got to think. We're recording this shit. The fact that I have to edit and upload multiple camera angles of forty five minutes of footage, we're gonna have to cut this down. We're gonna have to do like that's true. That's true. Twenty that's twenty true. minute or. 25 minute yeah <laughs> uploading a uploading to uh to youtube a 10 gigabyte f- yeah, file no. from we haven't thought this through yeah, yeah i would say 25 minutes is fair but uh i'm i'm gonna go in against everybody i'm gonna say he does not um there's a lot of people is, in the comments saying no th- this is the reason why i don't think he will because i think he is gonna have us there watching him and then i think he's gonna gas out like 
it's no offense to you. I just, I think I would too. Like, and then you start getting that panic, like, oh shit, I got to hit this many. Now, if you come out out of the gates or whatever and hit, you know, like three out of six or something like that, you'll be sitting pretty. But that first 10 is going to be so fucking crucial. And plus the air quality. We don't know what the air quality is going to be that day. Oh, uh, that, yeah, that <laughs> fucked me. That fucked me bad in the, in the, the field goal. That's a great point, Dougie. Air quality. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's got a good point. Like, I, I'm gonna have to take obviously before record, I'm gonna take some warm up shots just to get. But when I when I go, I'm gonna go multiple times this week just to prepare, and I'm gonna like clock myself and how long it. I'm gonna take forty, and I'm gonna clock myself to see how long it takes forty. So we have an idea of how long this will take, and how many shots I need to get off in a reasonable amount of time. So uh, I don't need to take half time and you know have like the Gatorade towel on my head and. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to carry you off the court flu game style, even though you're health, perfectly healthy. He's just going to be hugging Dougie. What's wrong with him? He's just fat and old. Hey, let's put it this way. If you do hit it, you do hit it, we will carry you off at the end of the video. How about that? <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't carrying him. He, he didn't invite yeah, me over. So. Apparently, no one, no one came over, so... All right, so speaking of uh, speaking of basketball, guys, um, the Bulls' Ring of Honor, the first ever Ring of Honor, was a complete and utter disaster. Um, I mean, it all started first with no one, like I should say, no one, but Jordan Pippen. Robin supposedly got delayed by a flight, but Neither. Jordan Pippen didn't show. Jordan sent a video, and I was already pissed off that they you know, botch that from the start because it's like, if you're doing the first ever ring of honor now, granted it for me, the ring of honor thing seems a little weird because they already have their jerseys retired already. So it's just like, well, you're just trying to get more people into, you know, which, which is fine, but you're yeah, that too, Dougie, it's all about, it's all about money. Uh, but if you're going to do this, you have to have Jordan commit. You have to get him like locked into a calendar date and say, okay, I'll be here this day. And then you plan around him. Bulls fans obviously paid a lot of money to go see those for tickets to go to that event. And then to see that he didn't show up, that kind of probably pissed off a lot of people, you know, Pippen, the people probably expected Pippen not to show because of the beef between him and Jordan, him and Phil and all the, everyone else knows the him and his ex and everything. So I could, I understand why Pippen probably didn't, want to show but you got to get jordan there man and that's that's a big fail on their part so they didn't show up and then jerry kraus on the screen nba champion two-time nba executive of the year represented by his wife thelma basketball hall of famer and former bulls general manager jerry kraus And that's when the interwebs exploded. And Peter, you've been very adamant about this, the the booing and everything. So I will let you have the floor for as long as you wish. No, I mean, Jay, you made the great point. Like they fucked this up from the beginning, from Jump Street. If Michael Jordan wasn't going to commit, what's the point of even having this? And the fact that I know their argument was, well, this was the night that Steve Kerr was in town. 
granted, Steve Kerr was a valuable asset to the Bulls, and now obviously he's coaching the Golden State Warriors. So, you know, he only has limited amount of time in season to do this. Who gives a fuck about Steve Kerr? Like, if you don't have Jordan there, what are we even doing here? So the fact that, like, dude, the internet went absolutely bonkers for something that I could honestly say, if I saw the Jerry Krause banner first, I would have booed too because I'm loyal to my guy. There's been a lot of Jerry Krause bootlicking the, the last seven days, and it's almost like, have we forgotten that, like, the only reason I have joy in my Chicago sports fandom is one bullshit Chicago Fire championship that nobody counts except for me, a White Sox championship that was literally a flash in the pan, and they I don't think they could recreate it 100 times if they tried, and they haven't because they haven't won one in 100 years. And then the six championships that Michael Jordan got us. And maybe I'm a loyalist. I'm I'm loyal to a fault, but I'm loyal to my guys. And Michael Jordan is my all-time guy. And if he says Jerry Krause is a bum, then Jerry bums Jerry Krause is a bum, whether he's alive or dead or anything else. Now, I will say the wife was it was tough, man, because you could tell if, if I replay the video, people were booing. And then as soon as they show the wife, it's switched. Then you hear the cheers. Then you hear the thing. Obviously, people didn't know that they were going to show the wife or even that the wife was there. So that was just a casualty. That's like that's something that was just unfortunate. But now all of these like for a week now or at least the whole weekend, people are telling the, the boo police is out telling you people that this was a disgrace. The worst thing in Chicago sports fandom. Do people forget like there's a father and son that beat people up inside of a stadium there's been a lot worse that's happened in chicago sports than a hated general manager getting booed like i I feel like it's easy like once somebody's like up in arms everyone gets up in arms but like jerry Krause told phil jackson that no matter if you win 70 72 you can win 82 games you're gone this this upcoming season phil jackson was probably the best coach of all time and he ran him out of town for Tim Floyd. Tim Floyd, who won like 13, 15, and 13 games the following seasons. Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen hate each other at this point. You know, they can't even be in the same room. The only thing they could agree about is that Jerry Krause is a bum. And now all of a sudden, people are like sticking up for him because of like the unfortunate thing of his wife being in the state. If his wife wasn't there, nobody would have batted an eye. Nobody would have cared because... And then the other thing is like, oh, like the last dance, he didn't get a chance. He, he didn't get a chance to tell his story. We all know the story, you know, and, and as much as like. Like in like, in OK, so like in 30 years, when we have the White Sox, Leo Garcia home run game three game, are we going to are we going to boo the ghost of Kenny Williams and, and Rick Hahn? Or is it like where, where do we draw the line? Who can we boo and who? Because who, the boo police is out in full force. Dougie, you got you got enthralled with it later. Matthew Stafford came back to to Detroit. He got booed in a playoff game, the first playoff game in 30 years for Detroit. He's obviously the opposing quarterback. He gets booed. People are up in arms about that. Like sporting tickets cost a shit ton of money. At what point do you are you going to tell a fan where and where, where like what you can and can't do? Like obviously you can't get physical throwing batteries at Santa Claus. Probably a problem. 
but now all of a sudden we can't boo in a stadium like what are we what are we even talking about i don't know you know i i think the bigger picture on this whole thing is is they knew that jerry that cross was he was gonna get fucking booed he was gonna get booed especially after last dance. Okay. Even if you didn't know anything about the bulls and anything like that, and you were just like a casual fan, if you watch that, you came out of that, not liking him. Okay. So you, you knew what that was going to be and what was going to happen out of that. So now the thing, the thing that pisses me off, it's just Jerry Reinsdorf trying to push another off on another Jerry. That's all you put Jerry Reinsdorf on the screen. He would have got booed three times harder. Just yes. my opinion, but I, I really think that it was just him just kind of, hey, there's another guy that's hated in Chicago more than me. Let me put him up on the screen. Just my thoughts. I'm I'm very curious if when Jerry finally kicks the bucket and they have his in memoriam and they have they put his tribute video on, if people are gonna boo. Are you gonna are you gonna boo in front of his family and then everyone's gonna be up in arms because of much we hate Jerry Reinsdorf? Is that going to be okay, or is everyone going to be well? We know we can't boo Jerry now because Michael's there, and I'll still I'll still boo the fuck out of Jerry. But I maybe the best move is don't say anything, like be just stay silent. You know, I mean they 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 talk in wrestling like when you got like you got your your heat, you got and you got your go away heat, but you're still getting a reaction from people. The worst thing for like a professional wrestler is like not getting any reaction. Maybe that's what Chicago fans need to do is just stop, just be like dead silent and like not give any applause or boo or anything and just make know that we don't give a fuck about you. Like we're done with you. You know, I, I personally did not know that his widow was in there and I probably would have booed too if he came on screen, but you know, you, you don't know. I didn't, until you know his wife's there is booing it and wife, but okay, but that, that's uncalled for. That's where I'm saying not, like, you I don't think people, I don't think for people were booing who was going to know booing his his widow. Right. They were booing him, yeah. and I think that's a that's a people a distinction that people need to realize that if the people who were booing weren't booing her, like why would you boo her? She's she's she didn't do anything. She's like she's she's basically just getting collateral damage there. You know, but I think people were actually just booing Jerry Krause and not actually his widow because booing the widow is one thing. Booing Jerry is a completely other thing because we know how and everyone talks about what he did in the beginning in the 80s and bringing in Phil and the trade for Pippen and all this and and signing Ozzy. Yeah, but he also did a lot of bad towards the end and he and pissed off a lot of a lot of fans. Um. At his memorial, yeah. So I was, talk- I was talking about like they're probably because once Jerry goes, you know they're going to have some kind of tribute or something at the at the ballpark or at United Center, you know, like, yeah, like those montages. Yeah, yeah please rise and you know mm-hmm. move the your head. the, the Rocky Wirtz the Rocky Wirtz thing this year was shaky at best. Yeah, there yeah. was mm-hmm. it was fifty oh, fifty. You you, you should have been there for when they did his dad Bill. When they did his dad, Bill, well, they booed that motherfucker back into the grave. They, I'm telling you, it was loud, and it, I mean, his family was there. They took it. You know what? Are you, what are you gonna do when you are that hated? I mean, the motherfucker made people pay for to watch playoff games. I mean, when you pay, you know, you make people play to watch a team that they like, and you black out games on TV. Yeah, of course you're gonna get booed. You know, I'm. It, I was not the biggest 
rocky guy until like you realize he was nothing like his dad and i dude i don't i, I don't think we're getting that with a reinsdorf the best thing we could hope for is that he sells the team so the thing is like not we're we're all like and this has been all weekend long people going crazy and we're focusing it's drawing attention away from i'm wearing the jerry the clown shirt on purpose because like you mentioned, it was ill-timed, it was ill-planned. What did they think was going to happen? And if this really was a memorial for Jerry Krause, don't you think you should probably do it before the game, not at halftime, maybe where there's less people, or do a private ceremony for the Krause family and everyone involved? Because, I mean, how how like inept do you have to be to realize, like, did you really think he was not going to get booed in Chicago? Yeah. No, I mean that's anyway. This is goes back to everything we said before. How Reinsdorf does none of those people who run the organization think it, whether it's on the White Sox or the Bulls. They don't have any basic common sense. You just had to watch the last dance, and you realized how much like Pippen and Jordan, Jordan, all them they picked on Krauss the whole time because they didn't like him, and and, the, and and the fans saw that. And that's the thing, like, but if you were around in the in like the eighties and nineties, and you were like in entrenched with this nineties team. You knew this before the last dance. Like the last dance didn't change my mind on anything. No, no, it didn't. Johnny, you have any thoughts on the booze? Well, I mean, it's it's like how you know how Peter said was that you know you know you pay for a ticket. I mean, you're allowed to like boo, cheer, do whatever you want. Um, obviously, you know they weren't they weren't. And I, and I did see the video again and the, you know, they, they weren't booing uh, his, his widow and nobody would ever do that. We're not, we're not that harsh to, to boo a widow um, when she has nothing to do with building a, a you know, a, an organization. She, she was just there to support her husband who, yes, he did help built this organization. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that he did do that, you know, he built around, you know, about, he built around Jordan, you know, he, he did get uh, Phil Jackson. He did get all these other players that were building around him. So, I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due. He actually did very well throughout his whole tenure of building one of the greatest teams, three, two, three peats of all time. So, I mean, yes, it does suck that towards the end of his tenure where he was just saying, I'm going to go young. I, I don't want to deal with you guys. It was a lot of big Eagle thing with him as well, too. It, it, it was Eagles with a lot of these guys as well, too. Yes. Jordan did want to like see where this team could take, but Pippen was already done with Jordan. He didn't want to be there anymore. Um, you know, you don't know what, what happens behind the scenes with a lot of this stuff as well, too. Yes, you, we all saw the last dance when all this stuff was happening with COVID. But there was a lot of other things that, you know, people were going against, like, Jordan. People were going against, like, Horace Grant. They, they were talking about this whole thing with uh, the Jordan rules. I, I forgot um, the, the guy, uh, Sam um, – it was a it was a beat writer of Chicago's. Oh, know, Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody went behind Jordan's back, saying how how the locker room was and whatnot. Um, you know how, how how teammates were. It's hard. Like as much as they 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 did so well playing um, well with each other. Um, like I said, Krause had the right person to to. Um, help build this team around, which is Phil Jackson. And obviously, yes, it it does suck. And we have every right to boo anybody at that time. But, um, 
but yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't anything where I thought that it was, it was outlandish. It was wrong because it wasn't anything where we were like, Oh, you know, screw her, his widow or anything like that. You, like you said, you played the video twice. They weren't booing his widow whatsoever. It was booing Krause and people were pissed about looking at that last dance, last dance once again, and just seeing like, wow, like we could have, we could maybe possibly won a seventh championship or what it could have been if we just kept that, kept that team going. But um, again, it, you know, it, it was Krause's ego at the end where he was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to go a different route. And that's what people are going to remember him um, towards the end is that like, we could have still kept on going with championships. We could have seen how Jordan and the rest of the team would have kept on going, but you know they're they're always looking at the end of the, uh, the chapter, and it's like th that's the, that's the the worst news is that you know this is what what it came down to towards the end. Um, so yeah, I, I mean I I didn't I didn't mind the boost stuff. I didn't think it was it, it was classless. Like I seen a lot of people saying it was classless and whatnot. Other people from that were not from Chicago as well too. If you don't know the whole story about this or whatever the last dance or whatever, then. I'm not saying you don't have an opinion about it, but it's not like we were going after not myself, but the people who are on the crowd, we're not going after his widow whatsoever. Like that, that was absolutely wrong. I, I agree. 100%. I think we all agree with that. I think the common people are all, all agree with that as well too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mind the whole booze about Kraus because it was just, I, I think it was like towards the end of his tenure that people were just remembering him as and breaking up the, one of the greatest teams of all time. It's recency bias. You don't remember what he did in the eighties and nineties. You remember the, how he did at the end. So it's all the bad. Yeah, it's all the bad stuff. And I was, yeah. I was at that. I was at that. Uh, um, that home opener for Rocky when they were honoring like Rocky Wirtz and all that. And I was there too. And people were booing about this too. It was not because of the accomplishments that he did, and and help revive the the Blackhawks. It was all the bad stuff. Like people were gonna boo because he he was part of that cover up about the whole thing with the Blackhawks, and it did sting. The organization because I'm like we we were doing so well the organization was going on a high even when after when the Tazen came like hey we're going on a downfall but this is not the way we wanted to see the organization go where th all this whole cover-up that was happening so obviously people are going to boo people paid for a lot of money for that so of course they're, they're going to have their opinions about it you can't stop them I mean this is a free country we could you can say whatever you want to do but um yeah I, I just I just didn't think that the, the whole Boeing thing in general was was to me, it was a big deal, um, but obviously other people have their opinions about it. CD44 saying crazy how ugly this, all this shit is for a team that was so successful. Um, the uh, Stacey King thing, you know, afterwards saying like, we're not New York, we're not Philly and stuff like that. And I agree to that to a point, but at least those cities have successful ass teams. At, at this point, we're grasping at straws, the 85 Bears, the 90s Bulls. 05 white size we're fucking losers man and that's the most <laughs> frustrating thing about all this is like we got to keep going back to these teams and all these like you know living in the past because we've been so unsuccessful for so goddamn long it, i mean if the bulls were successful anywhere i mean they haven't even they've won the division twice since the 98 team what does that tell you and obviously a lot of that wasn't kraus it, it was gar packs and everyone else in between but like they're stuck in the doldrums, not for years, for decades. And that goes for all of our fucking sports teams. So I, as much as I love Stacey King saying we're not New York, we're not Philly. That's the truth because those fans hold their teams to a higher standard. And as much as we want to say we do, it's not happening because we're fucking like I said, we're fucking losers. We have been. 
all comes down to ownership and one person. So, uh, Peter, you had some tweets you wanted to. I mean, I mean, I think we've gotten to the most like we've said it as much like now we're just like going back. Like Alyssa Bergamini was talking about people like we should be ashamed. People should leave the arena because they don't deserve to be there. Now, just saying like people, you know, their hard earned money goes to these tickets. Tickets ain't cheap. You know, the fact that you, you should be able to boo um, within reason. And I thought this was within reason. Can't quit shy sports was saying, like, I'm embarrassed to be a Bulls fan tonight. That was absolutely disgusting. The poor woman did not deserve that in the slightest, which we all agree. But it was just an unfortunate situation when they showed Jerry Krause on screen. And then uh, Matt Pack, he was from CHGO Bulls. He went on a huge tirade, uh, blaming basically Michael Jordan and the last dance for all of that. But it just made me laugh that he said he can't sleep tonight because he was so bothered <laughs> what happened by <laughs> Like, I mean, what do we, we, we talk about? The hyperbole about? Like, is off the charts today, like, man. Like, I'm losing sleep uh, because of what happened to Jerry Krause. Damn. Yeah. I mean, he Maybe. he tweeted that at 2.36 in the morning, too. <laughs> He's up tweeting because he they, can't sleep. Might have, to get a, might have to get a hobby if Jerry Krause's booze cause you a lack of sleep. Yeah. But, I mean, it's there's a lot of clutching of pearls the last couple of days. Yeah. Damn. It happens. Um, but... Again, we all, as we said, all sports teams suck. And yeah. <laughs> all right, Jack, Jack got me off my game here. Sometimes you have to just, you got just do it and go to sleep. Um, but a lot of our misery is because of two sports teams in general, and that's owned by one person. Then the other misery comes at the hands of pretty much the Green Bay Packers, who fucking. Did it again. They fucking found a quarterback again. We all thought Jordan Love was going to be a fucking just average guy. And he, I mean, as much as the Cowboys, that's just, you know, death taxes, Cowboys collapsing in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, how, they can't keep getting away with this shit. It's the fucking meme from Breaking Bad. You can't keep getting, like, they found another fucking good quarterback. And maybe his, this is like, rookie year and he's going to have a sophomore slump and maybe he won't be Brett Favre and maybe he won't be Aaron Rodgers, but God damn it. He's projecting that way so far. And you see like the stats that they were throwing out for the games that like he, he had the higher pass highest passer rating for first year and this and this. And I'm like, fucking shit, man, Justin Fields on year three and he's getting fucking already outshone by outshined by Jordan love. Maybe I'm crazy. And stop me if I'm wrong, but it's almost as having a competent franchise and a good GM and a head coach that knows how to scheme and work within a system is good for a quarterback because Matt LaFleur is awesome. Matt LaFleur is a very, very good coach, and he took a lot of shit for a long time because of Aaron Rodgers, and he's showing that he could scheme with or without Aaron Rodgers. Um, The Packers... I mean, the Packers are the Packers. They're they're in the playoffs every year. Now, like the Bears are now the in the NFC North. Now that the Detroit Lions won today, they're we are the lowest franchise with the uh, that haven't haven't won a playoff game. So, I mean, it's more the same. Like if we, it, it's not about Justin Fields. It's not about Caleb Williams. It's about Ryan Poles now getting this right. I don't. At this point, I, like I can flip a coin, and I keep talking about flip flopping. 
Like, and I will. I'll probably flip flop until the draft. One day, I think build around Justin Fields and draft Marvin Harrison Jr. The other thing, like the rumors of like the eighth pick going to the Falcons, which I don't believe. But if you could get the eighth pick pick for Justin Fields, you trade him. You get Caleb Williams and maybe Marvin Harrison Jr. You you, you know you move around. Yeah, you move um, up with maybe. Yeah. But it all goes to show that like competent franchises know what they're doing. The Packers of the world, the Patriots up until the last couple of years. Um, but these franchises know how to win. They know how to build an organization. They know how to draft. They know how to sign players. And the Bears just don't. So as much as yeah. we want to keep blaming like the quarterbacks and the offensive coordinators, because how many offensive coordinators have we had in the last 10 years? Um, it go- it goes down to the ownership and it goes down to the front office. So I'm nervous about this, dude. I, I really am. I-, I-, I have faith in Ryan Poles because he got us to this situation with the last year, you know, trading Roquan and Mac and everyone else and building. And, and we've gotten to a point. But now this point, this is the precipice where it's like it's almost like shit or get off the pot. Like you can't fuck this up. This makes nope. and breaks your legacy and it makes and breaks us for the next five years because we're going to be you know the, doing the bum cast for the next five years i want to make the playoffs man i want to be able to say like we're going to a playoff game we're tailgating in a playoff game and if they fuck this up this puts us straight down into football purgatory for another six seven years yes so bears fired luke Getze, which we everyone expected they did not fire Eberflus, which we all know the tea leaves was it was written on the wall based on comments from Poles and Kevin Warren uh, leading up to the end of the season. And I, I tweeted out earlier this week that this coaching search reminds me of when the Bears missed out on LeBron and Wade and Botch. When you have all these great head coaches available and you're and you got fucking Carlos Carlos Boozer. That was what that was your consolation prize. And our consolation prize is another year of Matt fucking Eberflus. Because we they don't want to they didn't even apparently to the press conference on uh Thursday, they didn't even attempt to go after uh Jim Harbaugh. He's he's Michigan, he's Michigan coach. Yeah, he's Michigan. Um Belichick, let's not go for Belichick. Grable, not gonna go after him. Uh, so you have like all these great established coaches and we're going to just ride, we're just going to status quo. We don't want to rock the boat. We want to have continuality and all the, all the f- fancy buzzwords, you know, and it, before it was communication and collaboration with Ted Phillips and all them. And now it's, you know, continuality and, you know, keeping things status quo. So it's, I'm very torn on what they're going to do because if they draft Caleb Williams and keep Eberflus, it fucking's it's going to blow up in their face, I think. And it's just going to be the vicious circle of where they have lame duck coaches, quarterback, new scheme, lame duck, you know, and then you're, you're drafting a new quarterback cause he's not good. And then meanwhile, you see what CJ Stroud did. You see Jordan love his third year, first full season, you know, just what, what he did. You see these, some of these young guys and you're just like, fuck man. Like, we we want Jalen Fields or Justin Fields to be that. You know, we hope that he makes that step, but is it the coaching? And I'm thinking right now, like we all want to say we want we want to trust polls. We want to do that. We want to give him the benefit of the doubt. We're always wondering what is Kevin Warren doing? Is is he actually no, making doing. moves behind the scenes? Is he running the organization besides having 18 he's hour watching. days that involve getting his car washed? He's shit. watching like, his car is, is what he's doing. 
I'm starting to think that maybe, that just maybe, Georgia and Virginia are telling them not to blow it up. I'm thinking maybe she has more power than we're actually in her. George. Maybe. I don't know. There's been reports that she's more, that she has more of her finger on the pulse and more of a stamp on stuff than people realize. She's like her on the pulse. She hardly has a pulse. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't going to go that far. She's spinning her web. Do you remember Madam Web from the Spider-Man cartoons of the nineties? Yeah. That old, old gray lady, you know, spinning the web and kind of controlling any, everything from far. She might be Madam Web. You might be right, Jason. But it's, I'm, I'm starting to think that it, this is until the McCaskies are done, that we're never going to have a competent franchise. Because as much as we want to believe that Kevin Warren is, you know, the, the football guy in the Big Ten and he has always oh, he had connections with Harbaugh, even though they were, you know, biting heads for a while. Maybe they can make up. But, you know, he's got his he's got his finger on the like his, his head in the game and everything. And now we're no one in that organization wants to, like, just take the fucking blinders off and realize how bad of a coach that Eberflus is when you have all these other great established coaches available. It's, it's just like, okay, I said it was need to nail this. You need to nail this OC now. Like you can't pussyfoot it. You can't fuck it up. You have to bring in a premium guy. And I have a list here of um, the updated list. This was about 35 minutes ago. Uh, Those who interviewed for the bears OC job. You have Shane Waldron, Greg Roman just wrapped up. So the old uh, Ravens uh, OC, Greg Roman, uh, Clint Kubiak. Uh, he was um, Seattle. Greg Olson. That's that's a surprise. OK, they interviewed Greg Olson and uh, Liam Cohen. I don't know who uh, Liam Cohen is, but uh, a couple interesting names on, on that list. Um, what do you guys think? No Frank Wright yet. No Frank Reich. Let me ask you a question before we even get to that. Just getting back to the whole Fields thing, do, do you think if Fields was in, if they let's just say uh, if Green Bay like drafted instead of like Jordan Love, if he, I'm, I'm I'm just saying just a scenario here, you know he was he was there for like the whole Aaron Rodgers Rogers time, and all of a sudden he he was getting developed. If he was put in a good system, do you think he would be just like how Jordan Love is right now? What I was saying, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct, Luke. My my, I had a complete brain fart. Um, that was not Greg Olson, the tight end. That was other Greg Olson. Okay, I do think I that. think I do think he would be successful. Um, given I mean, putting putting him in the right scenario, um, like it goes back to what I said, putting players in the right position to succeed, like how Green Bay does, uh, makes a world of difference. You know, like yeah. Justin Fields was misused for half of his time here. Yeah. Probably most of his time here. Cause even this year with the screen passes and everything else. Um, yeah. I think he would be better in a different scenario. And that's the whole thing of like quarterbacks and quicksand in, in Chicago where it's like, it might be damned if you do damned, if you don't, we get, get Caleb Williams and fuck him up and he could go somewhere else and be awesome. Because if you told me the bears drafted CJ Stroud last year, I don't think CJ Stroud does the same thing he does at Houston than he does with the Bears, if if that was the case. So yeah. No. So what so one of the things about like the the Bears getting offensive coordinators is mm-hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong, it's a lot of what? Um uh quarterback coaches. 
or people people who have never been like you know offensive coordinators before. Like, if you're going to bring an offensive minded coach who has experience as being an offensive coordinator, bring somebody in who has that experience with a either a quarterback they helped develop or help get to a Super Bowl or or whatever multiple playoffs. Just get somebody competent to to, to help develop Justin Fields because obviously it seems like we're going to keep him. If I'm wrong, you tell me. But it seems like all I don't think right any now, of us know what's going to happen. I don't think. Yeah. I feel. I, I feel they're going to keep. I, I feel they're going to keep him. I, I feel like just training him, go and get Caleb Williams. Unless, like I said, they they get somebody who who's competent to. All right, they're going to get somebody who's going to help develop. You know, let's just say Caleb Williams or whatever, but. To me, I just don't think Caleb Williams, and I'm going to stick to that. I don't think Caleb Williams is the answer. Um, mm-hmm. But I just feel like if the Bears are going to get the next OC coach, just get somebody who has has had um, experience as being an offensive coordinator. Because I feel like I think that that would help his development um, along the way. You know, who they, who they pick, I mean – like I said, I just hope it's not a, like a special teams coach or a, or quarterbacks coach or somebody from the CFL or the XFL or whatever. J- just get somebody who has NFL experience who's had a, a good track record helping build a quarterback. So here's the issue with that. If you're looking to get an OC with NFL experience or, or a bigger name, why would they come to Chicago where you know Matt Eberflus is almost like a lame duck candidate? Why yep. you're gonna have no job security because if Eberflus sucks, he's fired next year, you know. And at that point, like his whole staff is fired. So it's like this is it goes back to the Bears doing sh- things like ass backwards, you know. Like they they draft a quarterback and then get a coach and then get a GM and then fire the GM and then get another coach and then like it's never in the new right order. Then a new quarterback. <laughs> so it's like it's like. If you were to draft a quarterback this year, I do think I, I said it was 50-50, but I do think they're leaning towards keeping Justin Fields. If if they hire Roman, I think if he if he's coming from Baltimore Ravens, you know, that would be a perfect scenario to get someone that's worked with Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields has that very same skill set. Um, so if that's the case, then maybe. But I, like I said, it's a coin flip. But I just don't understand. I don't know. I don't know who you could sign as an offensive coordinator that's going to be like, yeah, let's go here. Unless you tell them, hey, you're going to be the offensive coordinator and you have free reign. You could keep Justin Fields. You can draft the quarterback. It's up to you. And I don't think Brian Poles and Matt Eberflus and Kevin Warren will are be would be willing to do that. No, you you're not not for that scenario that they're in. I think any I think you're any GM is setting themselves up to be fired. If you give a OC that kind of power over the head coach. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, you know, you, if you come in as the OC and let's just say you bet on yourself and you know that Aberflus is going to suck knowing that he's maybe, maybe does get fired mid season, then you become interim and maybe the bears are cheap enough to keep you on as, as the head coach. And then next thing you know, you're the head coach. I mean, it's possible I mean, that, yeah. bears. That's a whole lot of, you know, that's a whole lot of dominoes that got to fall, but yeah, it's possible. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole lot of dominoes, but you know what? The one thing that like, I was super jealous about seeing with the Packers and Jordan love the protection. I've screamed it time and time again, big guys, big guys, big guys. He needs protection. Okay. He needs a center. Okay. I mean, well, that's I, fact. I, 
yeah, I mean, seriously, it's like you you can move quarterbacks into different system to Johnny's point, and they could be good here, bad here, or whatever. And it, a lot of it has to do with protection. I mean, if you're rushed and you suck under pressure, yeah, you're you're gonna suck. It's the way it goes. Yeah, it's the way it goes. All right. Hopefully, more good Bears news uh, next week. Um, so before we move on uh, to some fun stuff. Um, just a quick reminder, our Hawks watch party is in two weeks. 27th, Country Club, Wrigleyville. Be there. Uh, working on some potential cool giveaways for uh, intermissions. Um, but uh, $4 Modelo drafts, uh, shots of Malort, tequila, have the shot ski in the house. So good Instagram stuff, Twitter video content, if you like that kind of stuff. But we'll bring the shot ski. Um, it's going to be a good time. We might shut this motherfucker down. So uh, 9, 9 p.m. next Saturday, two weeks. Hope to see you all there. Thank you, everyone, who RSVP'd. Keep dropping those RSVPs. We appreciate it. Um, it's going to be a fun, fun time. And, Dougie, you said you had an announcement after the Hawks Watch yeah, party. I, I could actually, Yeah, I could actually confirm one of the giveaways. is uh, I'm going to be giving away my three tickets and a parking pass to somebody that night um, for there the March 12th. March 12th game. So March 12th. All right. Dougie. Have three, yeah. three tickets, a parking pass, and you can uh, flick Joey P's ears because he sits right in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Give him, give him a wet willy. Give it. <laughs> that's awesome. Good. That's a great giveaway, Dougie. Um, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, all right. So uh, we also want to thank everyone who voted in round one of our 2023 bum of the year tournament of bums. Um, round two is going to begin, uh, t tomorrow. Um, so here are the, uh, updated brackets, um, in the HBIC region, number one seed father time versus number eight seed Lori Lightfoot. That could be a nice little barn burner <laughs> mm -hmm. there. Uh, number five, White Sox PR, uh, pin debacle, uh, versus number 13 seed bare feet on planes. Fuck those people. Uh, number three, skip Bayless versus number six, George McCaskey. Woo. That's a. That's one hell of a matchup there. Skip versus George. <laughs> uh, number seven seed Jordan Love versus number two seed Rick Hans Pettiness. Uh, moving on over to the Southside Bum region. Uh, the number one seed Soldier Field Bathrooms. That might be a dark horse for Bum of the Year right there. That yeah, that, that's a dark horse right I right hate there for fuckers. I, I like it. Yeah. Waiting half an hour at least sucks. Uh, yeah, sorry. I have a feeling number nine seed rain flooding is going to get uh, blown out on that one. Uh, number five seed KFC Barstool versus number 13 seed Matt Eberflus. That could be that upset could be alert upset. right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three seed Kurt Schilling versus number six seed Baltimore Orioles. That could be a close matchup. Uh, number seven seed NCAA refs versus number two seed Colin Cowherd. Uh, I think Cowherd is probably going to take that one pretty easily. I think Cowherd is going to make a run in this tournament. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think I think yeah. That, that, no, I agree. You're right. All right, moving over to the Baloney region. Uh, number one seed Packers fans versus number eight seed Pitch Clock Complainers. Um, the Battle of White Sox Twitter. Number five seed Bruhan Luke upset. Not really. Uh, my Sox summer cameo. So battle between My Sox summer and Bruhan Luke. Bruhan Luke came out on top. As, that was a close race up until the very end. It was end. a close race. Was that was 50 50 up until yeah. like the last like thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, so Bruhan Luke up against Aaron Rodgers and his Bukaki. No. Uh, number three. Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez. Well, sorry. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, number three seed LeBron James versus number 11 seed MLB afternoon playoff games. I think we know who's going to win that one. And uh, another good matchup, uh, number seven seed Tony Dungy versus number two seed Jerry Reinsdorf. So um, Jerry versus Tony Dungy. I think that's good. I think that might be closer than people think. I hate I yeah. hate both those old motherfuckers. Yeah, that's a lot of loose skin in that matchup. <laughs> yeah. Old balls. Gross. <laughs> and finally, in the Dougie Fresh reason, uh, number 16 seed up with the upset of the of the tournament. But I Hold think on. Dougie, Dougie, we, Dougie didn't have that seeded prep. Like, yeah. we, we, you know what? We should have done some like clerical and like we kind of should have vetted these because this game socks game day apps being a 16 seed is criminal yeah i'm sorry I, Dougie. I, it's I, your oh, it's your bracket but that that seemed okay. like i i was, was really uh, like yeah when i did it that way like so i think a lot of people i think the white Sox season ticket holder box i think a lot of that was lost on a lot of people in voting you know they saw game day ops and right away boom fucking hammered it i mean like the fact that they they mailed the season ticket holders a fucking magnet schedule that is obsolete is like unbelievable. But anyway, I, I was kind of furious with myself on that too. So yeah. Anyway, so uh, game day ops that could like I said that could they, it might be the first time a 16 seed wins the whole tournament. That might that might run the table too. Uh, versus number nine seed people who exit planes uh, immediately and don't wait their turn. Uh, number five seed deadbeat dads versus number four seed Mayo Gilbert McNeil the Jordans trading card scammer uh number three seed nba and nbc versus number six seed mike babcock and finally number seven seed tipping pickup orders versus the number two seed u.s department of passports dougie uh, so. <laughs> so when i was doing these and like you know updating the standings dougie's region is just the chaos region and that's what I, <laughs> that's that's what i really like about this tournament is like you know we could have colin cowherd and jerry reinsdorf but then all of a sudden we got something so general as deadbeat dads. Deadbeat dads could go on a run because like who is gonna not vote for deadbeat dads? So it's like Dougie has got the chaos region going, like, and I'm here for it. Do you it's like if if deadbeat dads wins, which I think it might, and then game day ops wins, you're gonna have to vote deadbeat dads versus getting into a White Sox game. Like, what does yeah. that say about you, know. you, man? Like we don't know. I love it. Like I just really hate getting into games, but I they're not as bad as deadbeat dads. I mean, if that's the case, I think I would personally, I like my dad. I might vote for the uh, Sox game day ops because they are incompetent. Yeah. But I just like the fact that Deadbeat Dads is going against a guy that bootlegged Michael Jordan baseball cards or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the randomness just, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny. Um, so that's going to be interesting. So we're going to kick off uh, round two um, this week. Uh, it'll be polls uh thir tuesday through friday again um and thank you everyone who voted uh so was, you'll see less spam on your timeline it's not going to be eight polls this each day it's going to be only four for the each region so um thank you everyone and with that um we're going to play a little bourbon ad right right are you tired of getting the same old bourbon sitting on the shelf looking for something to impress your bourbon friends with then head over to Green Valley Wine and Spirits in Bolingbrook and grab one of our single-barrel bourbon bum store picks. We've got a nine-year Knob Creek bourbon, an eight-year Knob Creek rye whiskey, and our ever-popular Nulu Toasted Weeded. That's right, Toasted Weeded. So head out to Green Valley Wine and Spirits or message one of the bums. But hurry, because once these bottles go, they're gone forever. Become a bourbon bum today.
All right. We got a lot of bums and MVBs. We got a lot of listener bums. We got a lot of bums and MVBs for us. So we're, we're this might be like another half hour right here going, guys. So we appreciate you sticking along. But we got a lot of good uh, good stuff to do for the next uh, next few minutes here. So I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. You call me a bum? My man, I, t- I take that with pride, with honor, that I'm a bum. I'm the king of the bums, baby. Because you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. Bum. <laughs> a bum. All right, let's get going. With listener bums and MVBs, Bruhan Luke starts us off. Bum, the NFL for making me subscribe to Peacock. You know what, Luke? That was my... Um, by what a bum this week too so let's just talk about it right now so because i got multiple so i can um talk about this now this fucking pissed me off that they actually put a playoff game on streaming and they charge people what you, you you're okay with it peter yeah go ahead no you finish your thought and i'll i'll, I'll yeah. retract okay because I get that, like, okay, you you do the Amazon Prime games that they've done that for the Thursday night, and majority of people have Amazon Prime, and I'm okay with it for a regular season game. I hate it, but I'm okay with it for a regular season game. I think the playoffs is just it 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 should, it should be untouchable. I think you should it should all be on network television. You shouldn't be charging people to watch a playoff game. I'm. I hope they don't do this going forward. I think it's 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 the wrong call. It pissed off a lot of fans, and it, it it was just a fucking cash grab. That's what it was. It was just a fucking quick cash grab by the NFL and NBC to get some money. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who cancel that their six dollar monthly subscription after after it. But um, like Brian says, um, if you do watch WWE and you you know watch for the pay-per-views then yeah you're probably already subscribed to it so it's not a big deal but if you don't and you just wanted to watch the game it sucks for a lot of people so i had the tweet out there and i said don't tell roger goodell but if you told me i had to pay six dollars for every nfl playoff game i'd probably do that because i'm such a sucker for the nfl and everything in between but that being said i did already have peacock because of the wrestling do you know like raw rumble's coming up and Big fan of all of the uh, the main pay-per-views and things like that. But I will say, the Peacock, the the, the commercial-free fourth quarter was awesome. I, I don't know if you realize that like they went commercial-free, but it made a huge difference. So if you're telling me we're going commercial-free for a full quarter at the end of the game, especially a playoff game, I'm in. I'll pay those $6. I thought it was a really good product. Obviously, it was very similar to the, the regular NBC you know, broadcast. It was basically the same thing, um, except for Jason Garrett. Bum. I mean, that guy's. Yeah, that, <laughs> but, that was that really turned me off. And I was like, I got to pay six bucks and then I got to listen to Jason Garrett for fucking three hours. Like, get the fuck J- out of here. Jason Garrett was a problem. But I mean, it's sign of the times, man. Like, eventually we're all going to be streaming and I don't like it a lot either. Like, I have trouble with the Amazon games. My Amazon, like on my TV is glitchy as fuck. I get frustrated. But, I mean, you just got to get used to it, man. That's where we're going. Yeah. And his MVB was Peacock. He actually enjoys it. It's a good – out of all the, like, platforms, Peacock is actually, like, very, like, user-friendly and intuitive. There are some streaming services that are just straight-up dog shit. Amazon Prime is the worst – has the worst interface. Prime yeah, is awful. Paramount – I don't know why we have Paramount, but we have Paramount. That thing is dog shit. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, the HBO is really good for their content, but that makes me mad sometimes the way they sort their movies and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Doug, are you going to say something or no? Oh, Hulu's trash. Yeah, Brian S. is there. Hulu is... I don't... I. I don't open Hulu because it just makes me mad. I'd rather just I cancel. I canceled Hulu after I watched the bear. I canceled well, it. We have it because of the ESPN Disney Plus thing and stuff like that. Oh, I, I unbundled. I just I unbundled and just did Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah. No. I. The only thing I was gonna say was it was funny. Like a mist of like the NFL like moving and canceling games because of weather. This one was the coldest, and Peacock was pretty much like "fuck you." We're playing this game. You know, like that. <laughs> they never even brought up Kansas City. They were like. Yeah, no, no, no big deal, no big deal. Like, just we're we're doing this thing, you know. Never, never a doubt, baby. I love it. Power of money. All right, next up, uh, Father Zoe, uh, bum of the week, Jack Frost. We get it, dude. Yep, we all do. Cold, fucking cold, as cold fuck. as balls. Yep. And his MVB is booze for the warmth. Oh, I miss that sweet oh, taste of bourbon. I know. I mean, as soon as you quit back. booze, it. I, and this shit, it does keep you warm. I've got a, I've got a good oh, one going. Um, warms, warms the cockles. Yeah, there you go. Eagle rare. Johnny's oh, yeah, out yeah, yeah, very nice. I just uh, cracked out a single barrel tonight. Oh, hey, is that shout out B Web? Is that a B Web special? Is that, that a, a B Web special, man? Yeah, yeah, I got a bunch yeah. of those, like uh, the Buffalo Trace single barrels that Mailman Jack told me about. Because of B Web, and I met B Web on uh, on 108 day. Uh, we talked okay. like for a good 20 minutes about whiskey and bourbon. Uh, that was awesome. So shout out B Web. Oh yeah, yeah, and shout shout out to shout out to Ken C, personal friend of the bums that selected. Yeah, Ken Crunchak. He retired. B Web B Web yeah. breaking news to me personally. I know. Ken Crunchak of the news. of the jewels retired. Yeah, they have a they have an opening. Maybe they need some bourbon bums to do some picks for them. I said, yeah. Get ass, Jules. Uh, CD44, bum, Jason Whitlock. People piled on after Stephen A. roasted him. Huge loser. Pretty funny, entertaining stuff right there. And MVB, winter coat technology. Thin coats are still warm as fuck. I still, I hey, you know what? I still had to go out today, and I still put on my ski pants. I'm like, ski I'm pants? <laughs> yeah. Is, ski pants are a game changer, man. If you have, like, ski pants. I do. I mean, being outside and like snow plowing stuff, I do have uh, like I have two really good pair of like waterproof insulated pants. I get so goddamn hot in them. I never wear them. So like especially because we're basically I'm driving the whole time. Like I'm just pushing yeah. snow in the truck. I could be in a hoodie and jeans and be fine. But if I do have to be outside, it's just long johns. The classic long johns and jeans. I love it. Like it's it's old school, maybe, but uh, I'm a, I'm a big Long John's guy. Oh no, I was I was all fucking. I had the ski pants and the heavy coat. I was swishing like like George with walking down with his his funky pants. Um, but yeah, I almost look like the fucking little kid in uh, Christmas Story, like all like uh, all bundled up. I'm gonna tell you a little a little look behind the curtain with me when I'm snow plowing. I have nobody in the truck with me, like you know for. Hours on end. First thing I do, unbutton those pants, zip them wide open. We're we're breathing good down there. To you got hog out. You're fucking dude. No, 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 no hog out. But I got you got got the the, hog driving the 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 wheel at six o'clock. What the fuck's happening? Hey, hey, the 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 Duluths are showing. We're we're breathing good. Got the window down. Heat cranking. 
we're we're doing good. No no turtling, I hope. No tur- no you don't look like the best oh, no. pro guy, I hope, right? No, no. Where it no, just it no, went no. completely it doesn't go completely inverted in this cold weather. No, but I will tell you this. Weirdly enough, I got out, you know, I do a lot of public pissing because it's just yeah. you gotta pee where you gotta pee, you know? Yeah. Just so, those I don't know if you guys noticed, but those snowflakes were fucking massive. They were massive on this on this thing. One hit right on the fucking tip. <laughs> right on the tip. One of the coldest things I've ever found. It was shock to the system. Talk, you don't need coffee. You don't need espresso. Big snowflake Snowfl- to the tip. You're wide awake. Wide awake. Anyway. God damn. This is a revealing podcast for Dougie. I just imagine that that, that, that work truck just smells like fucking crotch and farts. <laughs> Oh yeah. 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 You know what happens. You know, nine, you know, nine, ten, twelve hours in that thing, you know. Yeah, no, we don't I, go I in each other. We don't go in each like other's trucks. Air air freshener can that you, nah, you just open the window. Get some ventilation yeah. going. All right. All right, next up. Uh Gerald Sullivan. Uh bummer this week is Matthew Stafford for still not being able to win the big game in Detroit. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, but he did get his ring, so good for him. Uh MVB are the Lions for finally winning a playoff game. No, no, Bob Pants. I hope. No, I don't. I don't like you right now. No, people who are rooting for Detroit. Yeah. No. You know what? The boo police was out full force, telling people where to boo and why. Why aren't you telling people where to cheer and who to cheer for? The fact that people yeah. were like happy that the Lions won after all these years, like, does that that means they're better than us now? Like, you should be. Yeah. You should be mad. I want to be in the dungeon for another thirty years, yeah, man. No. I want to be sixty years without a playoff win. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Yeah. If we suck, yeah, they we gotta are suck. Now too. the li- <laughs> We are now the lions. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. you guys realize yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and sixteen coming up. All right, uh, King Ass, uh, bum of the week, Dan Quinn's brain. Uh, MVB Neil Funk for still being amazing at everything. Uh, yeah, Neil Funk's awesome. I he all right. So, so yes, I agree. Neil Funk is very very good at what he does. He cut. I understand that that bull ceremony was at halftime, so you got to you know make it quick. He cut off that Phil Jackson applause so goddamn fast. That standing ovation for <laughs> for Phil Jackson could have gone for five minutes. People were barely getting up and cheering and like really getting loud. And then he's like ready to announce the next person. I'm like, whoa, let it breathe for a second. Give Phil his due. We don't know when Phil's going to be back at, at the UC. Yeah. yeah, let it breathe like Dougie's dick in his truck. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everything feels good. All right. Uh, Dan Reyes, those uh, Bulls fans are my bums of the week. We talked about yeah. them. We talked about that. All right. Uh, Roxy, bums, the folks who boo Krauss. MVBs, HVAC systems. Yes. Thanks for keeping us warm. All you nice furnaces. Dude, my sh- my shit's cranking at full blast almost like 24-7 right now. And, what what uh, temperature are you at right now? I'm at 72. We cranked it up. We got the kid. Like, so, you know, it's funny. So, Julie, is when we, we, we bought the house, like, obviously, Scarlett and Landon have their own bedrooms. And for some reason, the whole house is like perfect temperature almost year round and then landon's room we call it the orphan room it's cold as fuck and we can't figure out why we checked the insulation we did the windows it's just cold that room's cold 
So at night we have it at 74, which makes the whole house hot. But at least his room, he's the youngest, like comfortable for the night. Um, Otherwise, we'd keep it right now at the coldest, probably 71, 72. 72 is where I like it, like in the middle of winter. And then summer, it's like, you know, 67, 68. Yeah. Dougie, Johnny, what do you got yours at? I got mine's at 71. 71. I'm sitting at seven. Yeah, I'm sitting at 70. I, I'm usually a 68, 69 guy, but uh nice. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I had to had to crank had to crank it up a little bit. So yeah, we got we got a we got a big house, so I got it at 72, although because some of these rooms get kind of cold, so yeah. Yeah. All right, next next up here. Uh, Brian S. Bum, that coat in your video, Peter. Just layer up, you fucking nerd. You want to respond to this? Yeah, I do want to respond to this because I got Brian S., the fashion police, the guy that wears Zuba pants, like, 67 <laughs> days out of the... Like, I only see him in pajama pants and Zuba pants coming at me for being warm in my toasty Eddie Bauer coat that Julie got me for Christmas one year. I barely ever wear that coat because, Dougie, we talked about it. When I'm at work yeah. and, like... I run hot anyway, so it's just oh, yeah. a hoodie and a jacket or a card heart or a vest even. But I was outside, and I'm like, you know, for effect, let me put on the big winter coat. I'm cutting a promo outside and things like that. And then I got Brian S., the fashion police, saying that that coat, like, he was making fun of me. So I'm like, all right, oh, oh, relax, pajama pants. <laughs> and uh, MVB, we don't pee on this show. It's B, uh, Marge for her promotion. Hell yeah. Congrats, Hell yeah. The That's something that I could get sweet. behind. I don't yeah. like the bum, but I, I could second the, the MVB. Shout out to yes. Marge. Hell yeah. All my friends hate CVS. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, next up, uh, Spags. Uh, bum of the week, this damn weather. Yep. Uh, MVB, the town of Hebron, where I work for making me do some training and for my town council job this week in Indy and not having to work outside in the stupid weather. Um, we basically said anything like Fort Wayne, North Indiana is basically Indianapolis anyway. So it's you're probably all Indianapolis. I don't yeah, know it's all Indianapolis. All right, next up, uh, Jeff Bartlett. Bum. People who don't wash their hands after they go to the bathroom or wash their hands then do their business in the bathroom. Yeah, that's pretty much. This is. I feel like Jeff Bartlett has to tell a story. There must. Yeah, be I feel like there's more behind. The, there's more behind this tweet. Did he? Did he see someone? Was it like the Seinfeld episode where he sees the chef like not wash his hands before he gets goes back and he doesn't want to eat eat dinner? Like I, I want to know what the what the backstory about this is. So, um, not in the comments though. But uh, we'll yeah. have to put a bookmark on that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bum. People who are too lazy to do their job correctly when correctly at all when they're at work yep again jeff bartlett he he had a day today it seems like yeah and finally uh mailman jack uh mvb the heart we hardly cold weather we hardy cold weather folks that take the metaphorical kick in the crotch from winter and shake it off knowing we can appreciate warm weather more after losing some feeling in our fingers yes that's why we all live in chicago because it's fucking awesome from April to October, and you suck it up for four or five months, and then you just remember how great the city is. So um, we all do the same thing. That's why we, we're not all living in Florida or Texas or anywhere warm. Uh, bum of the week, everyone involved in getting Dallas prepared to get humiliated. Ah, that made me that made me so happy. Even though the Packers won that game, it's it was it was it was bittersweet because I loved 
seeing Dallas and other fans cry. And then there's a few on my timeline who who all go there. We them boys, and they're all dressed up in fucking head to toe in blue and white, and it just it it made me happy. Even though it was I've the got, Packers, I've got a good amount of family members that are Dallas Cowboy fans and live in Dallas, and uh, it's crazy. Did you see the stat that like Green Bay has more playoff wins in Jerry World than the Cowboys do? Because I did not, they, but that's oh, fucking they've, amazing. They've beaten the Cowboys twice at home. And then the Super Bowl that had to beat the Steelers was also at Jerry World, which makes it three. Oh, yeah. And the Cowboys only have two wins in the playoffs at Jerry oh. World, which is crazy. Yeah. Alabama, and, too. Uh, Alabama, Alabama's won more playoff games at Dallas Stadium than, than the Cowboys. Crazy. Uh, Bucks are going to upset the, the Eagles right now, 32 to nine, with three minutes left in the fourth. So um, I don't think that Billy was that Dallas, much of a surprise, right? Yeah. Yeah, Dallas is Dallas is trash. Or I'm sorry, Philly's oh, trash too. Yeah, yeah. A lot of injuries and yeah, record wise, it's an upset. But I mean, the way Philly was trending, I mean, my God, talk about a team that just like what happened, man? They were like the yodeler on uh, the Price is Right, and they just went off the fucking cliff, man. Terrible. Yeah. All right. All right. We got one uh, last late late bum. Baloney for not seeing the Godfather MVB Dougie for starting his weight loss challenge. Yes, Dougie, uh, you dropped that video. Uh, we'll yeah. since you just strapped it the other day, we'll do a check in with you next week to see how you're doing. We don't want to, you know, it's probably not going to be too much of a difference now. So, uh, <coughs> we'll check with you in a week and then we'll see, keep track of how your uh, weight loss journey is going, man. So, uh, kudos. Oh, thank you. <laughs> man, I lost well, the kick me right off the show. <laughs> you know, you, you know. We just lost a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up, Jason. I know. Sorry, my bad. Um, all right, Johnny, kick us off for bums and MVBs this week. Um, yeah, if you could display uh, my, um... I got you. Uh, yes. Your so your first bum is or no, your first MVB is. Uh, yeah, I got so yeah, so yeah. Before I I got no bums whatsoever. No, actually, I do. I'll because I, I I forgot. I, I will. Uh, I did save that. So, yep, I got two MVBs. Play the first one, though. Well, first of all, I, I can't say what I would say now on television. <laughs> but I'll just say this. Every single one of you, you know how hard we've worked. I don't need to have people pointing the fingers one thing or another. You get your rear end in there and you play the way you know how to play. We can win the game. We're going to open it up. We're going to go fast tempo. Defense, get after Jordan Love. You can't give him that much time. You do what you're supposed to do. We'll win this game. All right. That's got oh, Michael baby. fired. He's got everybody no, fired. No, up. Mike. No. Oh, let me get no. in front of you. Me first, you, Ryan. No. <laughs> he, was, he was having flashbacks. I mean, it was like a wartime flashback for him. I mean, it, it and I, I love that. I, I'm, by all means, I'm no Cowboys fans whatsoever. I hate the Cowboys. I, I, I'm not. You know, I, I wouldn't say I don't like their fans. I like it because I have friends who are, who are fans of the Cowboys or whatever like that. But still, I, I think they're a little delusional sometimes. But, um, so are we. So what? You know, whatever. But he was going off. He was like, if he was still coaching the Cowboys. And I, I, I absolutely loved that. I, I absolutely loved his rant. He was very passionate um, about the Cowboys because obviously he won three Super Bowls w- with the Cowboys. So, um, so kudos to him for for getting on Mike McCarthy's ass for not changing, like you know, 
hopefully trying to get to, you know, um, get them to win. Obviously they got their ass kicked. No, I don't know if anybody expected that, but obviously you saw the statistics. You guys were talking about it. I think everybody in the right mind was like, all right, I guess the Cowboys are going to lose against the, the Packers, but but kudos to him. So I would say one, that was my MVP. My other one. Um, I want to say one thing, like Dale's going to fuck around and give, you know, uh, Jimmy a heart attack. <laughs> I mean, he was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. He was, he was, he was, his blood was boiling. If boiling. You- if you watch that back, because I watched it while I clipped it, he almost lost his dentures. Like he was, <laughs> he was like spitting, but like, um, like it was this close to we we saw a full set of choppers on Fox television. He, yes, Brian. I'm sorry. He did actually went to Super. Yeah, Bowl. I was about to say. I, I didn't want to correct you at, at the time, but no, no, no yeah, it's, it's, it's it's fine. You, you know, you're you're right. <laughs> That gave me flashbacks to like when Ric Flair was gonna cut the pro- was doing that old school promo and he faked the heart attack. Yeah, yeah. The other thing about that video too was you got like awesome Michael Strahan just all of a sudden just like trying to line up, and then you got dumbass Gronk. Let me line up against you. Like, yeah, Gronk needs to get the fuck out of there, dude. He's terrible. There's there's some Sorry, bad. So while while we're talking about it, Gronk has to go. The other one, I mean, I love it. It's the same broadcast, but Terry Bradshaw. Like, I mean, he's borderline senile now. Yeah. Like the fact which, which I'm okay with having him like, you know, bits and pieces of the broadcast, but they're asking him to read highlights like, Mm. you know, in halftime and like, he fucks it up every time he, he, he's like, Oh, where I'm at the wrong game. Or he's just like, he can't pronounce names, which I mean, we all can't pronounce names, but. I mean, it's bad. So a lot of these guys have to go. Not Jimmy Johnson, though. Oh, yeah. My second MVP is um, NBC New York for continuing to, like, bash the Patriots. And there was was a whole bunch of other ones. I've got got them all. Okay, Okay, good, good, good. Because they kept on reminding everybody – that the New York Giants not only once but twice beat the Patriots, and they kept ever biting every single little time and every single little thing when it happened with whether it's Brady or Belichick or whatever. That yes, um, they they beat they beat them twice. So I, in a way, I I don't like anything with New York whatsoever. But I I love the balls for saying this twice. I thought it was a great thing. I, I thought it was funny. I, I I laughed about it when they kept on repeating it every single time. So yeah, even Derek Jeter, they they even put Derek Jeter on there as well too. So Tom um, <laughs> Brady yeah, catching yeah. strays in a Derek Jeter yes, real yes, estate exactly. listen, all read, time fucking read, W. Read this one for the podcast listeners. Um, so the the, the tweet says the Florida mansion that five time World Series champion Derek Jeter built in 2012 and re- recently rented to Tom Brady who lost two Super Bowls to the New York Giants, soon could be demolished, according to reports. I love the pettiness. Good job. It's incredible. I thought it was funny. So, so yeah, that's all that. So, I I told you early in, in, the, uh, in the podcast that, you know, I did not have a bum at one point. But actually, it did remind me of something that, because Jason's going through it right now for the whole dry January. Um. Buddy, I'm sorry, man. And I've been hearing this from a lot of other people as well, too. If you're going to do dry January, how come you're not doing it for the exact whole month? 
Like to me, I'm like, you're going to start, you say you're going to start drinking on the twenties or on the Hawks uh, party. Correct. Correct. And did you, did you not drink earlier before that? Yeah. You drank on the first too. Well, I drank, I had a brunch. I had a bloody Mary for brunch. <laughs> okay. I, I, ta- so I, I was talking to other people. Well, well, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was talking about other. I was talking to other people about this as well too. It's just not you, Jason. There's other people that do exactly exactly the same thing they that you do as well too. They'll have like a vacation time, or they'll have this and that, or whatever. If you're gonna commit to a dry January, then commit to it. Don't be like, all right, I'm gonna go and you know do for the majority of the time, but then for one day, I'm gonna just be like, ah, you know what, I'm gonna drink. To me, I'm like, if you're going to commit to it, commit to it. Don't drink. I'm not saying you do whatever you want to do on the 27th. By all means, that's what you're going to do. But don't call it dry January because it's, it's not at that one. Dry January-ish. Ish, yes. If, yeah. if we didn't book the watch party, I would have went the full month. But I didn't want to have an event that we're sponsoring. And then people are like, hey, let's do shots. And I'm going to be like, sorry, folks. I mean, like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm breaking. You, I'm breaking my you, own rule. You, for, no, you for the are good of the, good of the content in the pot. You don't you don't have to. You don't have to, like, follow what anybody else says. You could control yourself where you could be like, all right, you know what? I don't do it. I'm going to I'm going to commit to it. I'm not saying don't do it. But like I said, if you're gonna do the dry January thing, then commit to it. Don't don't call it dry January, and you're gonna you, you drank twice in, in the month. So, I hate to say I it. Drink, well, okay. I, I love you, Jason, but there's other people who I've I, I've talked to this exact same. They're doing the exact same thing as you're doing as well too. If you're gonna commit to it, commit to it. If if not, then don't call it dry January. Just yeah it, yeah. Just how Peter said, dry dry January ish. Yeah. Also, one one last thing. I mean, well, Drew saying he's not going to drink until Super Bowl Sunday. Nobody likes to show off, Drew. Nobody likes to show off. <laughs> well, you know what? And and there's no there's no way that we're going to prove that Drew's actually doing it because he said he was going to drink a six pack at that tailgate and then passed out samples to 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 your wife and other people. Uh, so yeah. he never even drink yeah. a full six pack. So we don't know. Yeah. Drew Drew's 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 comments kind of don't hold water here. Oh so. yeah, that's true. All right. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go next here. Um, my bum originally was the NFL game on Peacock, so we already talked about that. Um, but my second bum was uh, Madden, the game. Uh, top ten quarterbacks in the new in Madden 24. One name is missing in particular, who made All Pro, second team All Pro. Yeah, Jalen Johnson's on this list at the top ten corners. Um, that's a Big fucking slight, my my guys. Uh, this is why a lot of people hate Madden. They think they need a new a new developer, you know, to take the NF take the NFL game over. They f- people feel like Madden's kind of EA versions kind of jumped the shark in this. And but uh, this is this is kind of uh, insulting for for Jalen Johnson because that guy's gonna get fucking paid. He deserved it. Mm-hmm. He would have gave up like I think like 195 yards this whole season. He was uh, the best cover corner statistically yeah. uh, by yards in the NFL. Yeah. So um bum of the week and EA Sports and uh, Madden for leaving our 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 boy off that off that list. Um all right, I got the uh, I got three MVBs. Um first MVB is uh My Sock Summer for that awesome funny uh 
Kansas City Royals jersey parody. That, the that was really good. Out. That, that was, was really good. That was really well produced. Uh, so shout out My Sox Summer for uh, that funny, awesome uh, parody video. Uh, second MVB, uh, White Sox Twitter mom Joy. White Sox Joy. Uh, she was a couple minutes too late, but she slid into my DMs um, Saturday night and asked me if I wanted her login for Peacock. Uh, I was already, She was like three minutes too late because I just I signed up, but I appreciate you know, her looking out and trying to help me out. So uh, shout out to uh, Joy for um, trying to hook me up. Um, and finally, my MVB, true MVB. Uh, I said it's death, taxes, Cowboys choking in the playoffs, and a Skip Bayless blow up. <laughs> but my MVB is not Skip Bayless. It's the trash can. I cannot like stop laughing. Times, right? He got he got cock blocked twice in the same yeah. video by his smart trash can, who just was like, "Not having it, Skip. Not having it." <laughs> so, uh, oh man, that's that trash can is MVB. That's Every- another thing too. I, I never get the whole thing like just in general throwing your jerseys in in a garbage or or lighting them up and fu- like yeah, we we're like, that. You yeah, you yeah. you've spent a bunch of money on that you're gonna fucking burn like you're still gonna be a fan like regardless like i don't understand why you want to put that up there and be like oh yeah i i really hate of course like i love the like i i love and hate the white Sox. i'm not gonna go mm-hmm. burn like my my hoodies or, or or whatever i have like i'm still gonna like it to me that i think that's dumb so <laughs> at, at least I, he I, I... Okay. I got a closet. I got a. I, I'm just saying. I got a closet in the basement that's full of dead soldiers that I don't wear anymore. <laughs> I mean, but you're not going to burn seriously. them. No, 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 no. no. The, the best part was at least he didn't do the whole fake staging where he you could you see him off screen hiding in the hallway and then you hear the knock and he walks in <laughs> yes the, the the trash the I I watched it at least a dozen times and I laugh every time because the, the trash can just all of a sudden when he's about to throw it just rejecting him like hysterical. it's three it's three years in a row now and at least this time he had a bag in the trash can remember the other two times you could tell yes. he took the trash out and then had an empty trash can to throw his jerseys and shirts because you know he was going to pull them right back out. So at least this time he had a bet. He's learning. It might take him a full decade of Cowboys futility, but at least he's learning. Yep. All right, Peter, you're up next. All right, so uh, I've got three bums. Um, My first one is just because we're doing the tournament of bums, and I want to make sure I have this guy on the tournament for next year. So it's Jerry Krause. All you motherfuckers in the comments, all you people clutching your pearls, you could vote for him or against him if you want. <laughs> but Jerry Krause is a bum. He'll always be a bum. And I'm going to have him, you know, highly ranked next year in my <laughs> tournament of bums. So I wanted to make sure I put, put it out there. Jerry Krause, bum. He's my bum. Um, the second one is the boo police. People telling people who to boo for or not. And not, not just it's not just the Jerry Krause thing like we talked about. The Matthew Stafford thing coming back and people were complaining like, you know, like he did so much for the city and and he did. He put his body on the line for the Detroit Lions for 12 seasons. But at the end of the day, it didn't get him shit. And he went off and he won his ring. And now the Lions are fighting 
to get theirs. And it's been a long ass time. So if you want to put all your, you know, all your money into the Jared Goff and like root for him and, and, and Goff had a huge following, like everyone was rooting Jared Goff's name and, you know, they were booing Matthew Stafford. I'm okay with it. The people that were upset that Matthew Stafford got booed, like, what are we doing here? Like, it's a playoff game. So the boo police, second bum. And then my last one, and it's I'm going to show a video first, and then I'll get into it. <laughs> first family. Like a frontiersman. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills are valued at $3.4 billion or something like that. The fact that you are asking volunteers to shovel out your stadium and pay them $20 an hour, when I'm paying my guys much more than that, and I'm just a dude with a landscaping company, like, what are we doing? Hire a company on retainer, and whether or not you have to shovel out, pay that company out. Get a professional crew out there to shovel your stadium. Because the fact that like people had, like I have another picture here. Like this is where people were sitting in a playoff game. Imagine paying hard -earned, paying your hard earned money. And then they announced in the last minute that um, it's like general admission basically. Like if you find a seat and you clean out a seat, you can sit there. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it's, that's, that's fucked up. Like, uh, I'm sure, like, some people are, like, almost ready to have a fucking grabber at that point, too. That's a fucking heavy-ass snow, too. It ain't no, like, light shit yeah. that they're shoveling. That's so a, I'm sure that's going to that's gonna fucking throw out some backs, you know, give people the high blood pressure going. Like, yeah. oh, those, the fibrillators were standby. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So, like, Oregon Trail to go to a playoff game. <laughs> all you got to do is hire a professional company. And put them on retainer from November to March. Or even if you don't want to do that December through February. Because that's when the season ends. Someone's going to agree to it. You might pay half a million dollars or whatever. Probably less than that. I haven't done the math. But then you have somebody out there to clean out your stadium. And you're not paying $20 an hour for fucking Billy Bob and Joe Bob to go shovel out your stadium. And then announce that, oh. Because of uh, the late start time or the early start time, we only got half the stadium clean. Bum of the week, the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> All right. MVBs. Uh, the MVBs, and, and it's a quick one, the Dram Daddy and Prazmaster, they're back. Bums and the Bleachers are back. They're excited to talk Cubs convention and everything else. They are here on our Chicago Sports Bums uh, YouTube page. If you uh, have a Cubs fan, let them know. I don't imagine many Cubs fans in the comments of our podcast, but uh, there's something for everyone. So uh, go check them out. A lot of Cubs fans love Dougie. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. that's why we that's why we're saving Dougie for last. So Dougie, take us home. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start with my MVBs, uh, and both of these MVBs um, are the MVB for the same reason. Um, had a couple rough days, and both of them made me laugh. So my first one, Peter, your wife, Julie, uh, she sent us that video of Landon uh, watching uh, my chugging videos, uh, my Stone Cold Steve Austin chugging video, which just, it made my day in like a really, really like bad moment for me. So it was awesome. It really made my day. So MVB to her and MVB to Landon. Keep on watching. We need those watch hours. Keep it He's going. He's counting <laughs> 
He's counting the yeah. beers. He said one beer, yeah, two it. beer, three beer. He's learning his numbers. That's what I'm saying. We could we could turn this into a math program, dude. Start paying people, you know, getting paid for it. Um, I like it. My other one is uh, in the same breath is uh, Jason Kelsey. He told a pretty funny joke uh, about when uh, Doug Peterson was head coach. He said that uh, somebody stood up in the middle of a team meeting and said, hey, coach, I need to interrupt. I have a joke. He said uh, three guys are sitting around and they're trying to figure out how to get into the Guinness World Book of Records. One guy said, I'm extremely tall. I'm going to see if I'm the tallest guy. They measure them, take pictures, send it in. The other guy said, you know what? I'm really fast. I think I'm the fastest man in the world. Goes ahead. They time them, take a video of it, send it in. The last guy's like, man, I got nothing. He goes, all I got is a small dick. He's like, you know what? I think I have the smallest dick in the world. They measure it, take pictures, send it in. A couple weeks later, they're all sitting around. All three of them get their letters. Tall guy opens up his letter. He's like, holy shit, I made it. I'm the tallest guy in the world. Other guy opens up his letter. He's like, holy shit, I made it. I'm fastest in the world. The other guy opens up his letter. He goes, who the fuck is Doug Peterson? <laughs> that made me laugh. I was That's laughing. Funny. I watched, I knew what the joke was, and I probably watched a joke three times. It was hilarious. He was telling it on his podcast with uh, Travis Kelsey, and that made me laugh. So in little times when like you're just like down in the dumps and stuff like that, those two little things made me laugh and made me happy. So MVBs of the week to them. Now, on to my bum. My bum. Cubs Twitter. Okay. Cubs Twitter. So I was at the Hawks game on Saturday, and it just so happened that the Chicago Cubs players were there, and they went ahead and they decided to go ahead and highlight them. Okay. And when they highlighted them, people started booing them to no high hell. Okay. I was like, fuck this. I got to get this on video. So I start videoing it. I booed. I post this video. And all of a sudden, Cubs Twitter comes to life and starts defending them. All of a sudden. Yes. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Saturday night, my my DMs were blowing up with some of the stupidest shit you could ever read. My mentions were going crazy. People were retweeting it. People were tagging it. Everybody was commenting. It was amazing. For, for the longest, I was out here like a one man in a trench fighting because it was like all of a sudden Cubs Twitter, me, me. A absolute nobody on White Sox Twitter. Oh, hold on a second. You're no, 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 no. Come on, come on, come on. Give yourself some credit over here, okay? A a small somebody on White Sox Twitter had to go over to the other side and fucking yell clear and hit those motherfuckers with the paddles to make them come alive. Because all of a sudden, now Cubs Twitter is a whole big thing, okay? But I do have one question for Cubs Twitter. I have a little clip. (laughs) <laughs> Who's your daddy now? <laughs> I just want to know. I want an answer, and I want it quick. Who's your daddy now? <laughs> I want to know who's your daddy. Because you know what? 
I don't want to be your daddy. At most, I will I will claim that I am the official stepdaddy. Okay? <laughs> because one, I'm stepdaddy. I'm I'm not a deadbeat dad. I care about my kids. Cubs Twitter, don't give a shit about you. Okay? <laughs> Sorry. I, I love the bums and the bleachers. I love what they're doing. I, I, I love, you know, it's just I don't support the team. And when I don't support the team, it doesn't mean anything to me. So I'm like that stepdad, okay? I'm here. I realize that you exist, but I don't care about you. End of the day, <laughs> I'm here. I'm going to eat your fruit snacks. I'm going to bang your mom, and I'm getting the fuck out. That's it. End of the day. But in the middle in the middle of your fan fest, which I wish that my team had, okay? Saturday night, in the heart of your fan fest, I go on Twitter and I go Cub, I go Chicago Cubs search. Let's see what we found. <laughs> Who's your daddy now? <laughs> I just want to know. I want an answer, and I want it quick. Who's your daddy now? Above every single post from the Cubs convention, Cubs con, whatever the fuck you want to call it, stepdaddy, top dog. <laughs> Bum of the week, Chicago Cubs Twitter. Owned. You were fighting Pikachu's. You were fucking fighting Pokemon's, and it was Everybody. like the the biggest, the 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 lowest hanging fruit. Um, that oh, was like my God. first little glimpse of Cubs Twitter because you would text us. Yeah. And you're like, I'm in it. I'm in it deep, or I forgot what you. I'm in the oh, weeds, yeah. or I'm yeah. in the trenches. Yeah. And I go on yeah. and I look, and I'm like, it's all the stupidest, dumbest things you could think, like. People oh, making God, fun dude. of the it was, beard and and everything oh, else. I'm like, dude, it was, this it was so, unbelievable, dude. So bad. Like there was, dude. There was people like, oh my God, you're so fat. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, dude. I'm like, I just posted a video on my page about fucking weight loss. I'm like, no shit. I look in the mirror every day. I realize I'm fucking fat. Like, dude. Like, like what is this third grade? So like a lot of them, I was just posting. I'm like, I'm like, great comeback. Be better. You know, like it's it. I don't know. So at the end of the day, Cubs Twitter, up your button around the corner. So that they got the third grade responses. I'll give them one, two. Up your button around the corner. <laughs> I like that. And with that, that's our show. Thanks, everyone, for joining us this week. Don't forget, we will be posting the HBI3 video uh, after this weekend. So uh, make sure you keep on voting all this week in our tournament of bums, Tuesday through Friday, one day for one of the bums. Uh, remember, vote. Like, retweet, help us spread the word out for engagement on that. We really appreciate everyone who's did that so far. Um, but, yes, love you guys all. We'll see you next week. Be safe out there.